Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Here's a positive difference story that's sure to bring a smile to your face. So when uh, three-year-olds start thinking about their birthdays, sometimes they get grandiose ideas. Mm-hmm. And parents have to take a breath and be like, how in the world are we going to pull that all off, right? It's what happened to a family in uh, Pinkton, Ontario, Canada. Their three, soon-to-be three-year-old started talking about how much he was looking forward to and wanted to have his birthday party at Metro, which is their local grocery store. At the grocery at store? At the grocery store. He <laughs> loves it. He loves the grocery I, store. You know what? I kind of connect here. I'm connecting with this little guy. Right? He, uh, he just kept talking about how excited he was going to be to have his Metro party. Oh, my goodness. This is great. Like, what in the world? What are we going to do? So he said, you know what? What if we just asked? Is there anything that could be done? So sure enough, the assistant manager there, name is, his name is Paul, decided, I think we can do a little something about this. Talked with the uh, Metro owner, Murray, as well. And their staff decided to get a little creative and got all kinds of energy around this. <laughs> so on Saturday at 11.30 a.m., Metro became Party Central. Oh, my goodness. The family walked in with several of their little friends as well and stunned the parents to find huge happy birthday posters placed all over the store. Every kid got a hat, their own name tag as well. They planned several experience points to engage the kids around to experience all kinds of things about the store. They were welcomed into the service desk. They all got to sing happy birthday on the store PA. (laughs) Paul led the kids to the back store where they got to fill out a cart full of produce. And then they got to stock bananas. This is a three-year-old dream. hilarious. The kids got to tour the back fridges and freezers as well. They got to meet the butcher. Uh, They got to put on the deli coats. All kinds of stuff. Even the do-it-yourself pizza station at the deli. To make their own pizzas and to top it all off, waiting in the bakery area where the kids got a chance to bake their own cupcakes oh as well. Oh, my goodness. This this is crazy. This is not it's amazing. It's awesome. Finally, the kids were uh, invited upstairs into the staff break room where the staff had transformed everything into the coolest party room ever. Balloons, streams, snacks, ice cream, the whole deal. TV playing with birthday fun stuff on there. What in the beyond world? what this kid yeah. will ever ever be able to imagine. That is hilarious. And then they have everything they need, right? Yes, it's right there. Whatever you, you want. You don't have food to be like, oh, we forgot this. Somebody's got to run to the store. Yeah, we're here. We're right here. Wow. And how cool that the staff mm-hmm. went all in on that. Oh too, yeah, right. I want to go work there. <laughs> yeah. See ya. I just thought this story was so sweet. That this grocery store went above and beyond to make this kid's dream come true and have probably the best birthday ever. I hope more grocery stores or businesses realize this, that the community experience is so important, especially in our local areas. Up next is Mark and Christy on the phone with someone talking about their snow day plans. This is Isaac Sparks from Pea Ridge. I'm yes. gonna, I just want to say what I've 
thinking about when I hear snow day. What do you think? So, oh, I when, love this. This is a young person's perspective. We want to know. What do you think of first thing? First thing that comes up to my mind is family. <gasps> oh, I didn't think he would say that. That's pretty cool. You get to spend a little extra time with your family, huh? Yeah. That's the sweetest. That's awesome. You are precious. What What else do you think about? What do you think about doing with your family? Um, watching movies. Oh, mm, oh yeah, nice. that sounds good. Would you be eating popcorn? Probably so. Of okay. course. A little hot cocoa. Well, man, I hope you yeah. get a lot of time with your family, a good movie, and some fun memories over the next couple of days, okay? Okay. Isaac, thank you so much for sharing that with us, bud. You have an awesome day, and I hope you get to have so much fun with your family. Okay. My heart just melted when I heard this. As someone who was homeschooled in Minnesota, we didn't exactly get snow days because every day was kind of a snow day, and I spent probably way too much time with my siblings. So on the one hand, it's a little hard to relate. But then I remembered, most kids spend a lot of time in school, so family time becomes very important. Maybe we need more snow days. Just kidding, I'm scared of the icy roads. We don't need literal snow days, but we could all use some more family time with some movies and hot cocoa. Up next is Mark, Christy, and Isaac. It is Mark, Christy, uh, Isaac, by the way, he's here to hang out in the studio. Thanks for jumping in last minute. Yeah, of course. Trying to get a little rest from this nasty little cold bug that's taken over. I think you're faking it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. so. Just so I can get a day off. It's fake. <laughs> we all know it. First of all, speaking of day off. So we had a snow day on yes. Wednesday, and I heard about this. Yes. I actually want to give you props. You somehow got everything done yeah. that we needed you to do yeah. and watched all the Star Wars original trilogies. For those of you from- listening, Mark is literally my boss, and I don't know how smart it was of me to be like, yeah, I was watching Star Wars all day at work. It but- got back to me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, he got everything done that we yeah. asked him to do. See? He was like incredibly productive. Yeah. Yeah. In the midst of it, I was like, that's like that takes some serious multitasking. Hey, I, I'm there. To pull that all off. So uh, there's no no shade or shame for me on that. I'm that's I'll give you props for Sweet. That. Okay, good. Heart attack right. subsided. Well, anyways. I want to give Isaac props too. Okay. Because yesterday it was off the mic, and that's what I, I want to talk to him about today on the mic. Because, yeah, sure. Uh I really appreciated his uh just courage and uh, vulnerability. We had a conversation yesterday off the mic about uh, depression and anxiety, which, you know, this morning we talked about it a little bit about things that help alleviate depression and anxiety. Yeah. And research has shown one of the main things is kindness, mm-hmm. acts of service. You mm-hmm. would think like God designed us to get outside of ourselves. <laughs> well, it's exactly. crazy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's so cool how when we do play that out, just like you said, God's design, he has made us that way where it does help us Mm -hmm. with depression and anxiety. And you started sharing a little bit about that yesterday. And I just thought, man, that takes a lot of courage. And it was really powerful to me. So I thought maybe you might want to share that with our listening family. Yeah, sure. So I have depression. Uh, I've had it for a while. And uh, part of living with that, you recognize that depression, at least in the way that I have it, is it can isolate you like no other, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things when I sense it kind of coming on is kind of 
I get that feeling of just withdrawal. And yeah. I mean, I want to, there's yeah. this temptation to pull away from everything and kind of just go into a little hole. Yep. And um, one of the things that's really, really helped along with counseling, um, medication at times, and, you know, a whole swath of things, right. a lot of tools in the tool belt for this. But one of the things that I've loved is having responsibilities that keep my social connections tight and having somewhere to be, right? Yeah. So I serve at my church's food pantry every Saturday, and one of the things that I love about it is regardless of how I happen to feel on a mm. given Saturday morning, wherever yeah. my up and down is, I know that unless I don't go and unlock that door, the food pantry is not going to be open that day. <laughs> so you kind of have this built-in social responsibility where your community is there, right? Yeah. And people are counting on you and depending on you. And that has formed a lot of really good friendships and mm. social connections. Mm. And not to mention the good charity aspect of it. It's a good thing, but right. it really is good for you to have that social commitment that you really can't break. Because regardless of how you're feeling at the time, those are feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You can be around people that love and support you through that. That yeah. is really smart. Because I was just thinking about, because the problem is, for any of us who deal with depression, when you're in it, your motivation level just drops, right? right? So if you have to like go start something and be like, oh, let me go find some organization to right. now sign up for, right. that's a big hurdle. Right. You can do it, but it's, you know, maybe you need some friends to kind of help it's you gonna get there. It's going to be 10 times as hard. But to have something built into your life where you're like, okay, I have this thing where I can just get outside myself and be around people and serve and care. Mm-hmm. And so that wherever I'm at on the roller coaster, yeah. I have this thing in my life that helps me get outside of myself. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another example is a buddy of mine's dad brings uh, donuts to his Sunday school class. And it's just because like his logic is, and I think I kind of see my, myself in this, his logic is if I don't bring the donuts, no one's going to get donuts that day. So that's kind of like his built in little yeah, trick. Somebody's to counting on me. Someone, he has to go because who's going to bring the donuts? Like, right. It's not about the donuts. Like you need to be there. You recognize you need to be there and you've built a little system around that. Mm -hmm. That's really good. What's so huge too that I hear is just the word connection, Mm -hmm. you know, and how vital that is in in our depression, anxiety, and and even recovery just from my own background. Um, And if you look at research, like they'll say human connection, people that are connected Mm -hmm. have a much greater chance of recovery. Yeah. And so, and that's exactly what you're talking about right there. And and most people that are dealing with addiction, it's the alcohol or the drugs is not the problem. It's a symptom of what's really going on deeper inside. And so there is a level of depression there that, so I can relate to that and a lot. So just that connection piece and, and the way you get that going is being kind, Mm -hmm. right? I was, first of all, I was already like super impressed that you got through three Star Wars movies on one snow day. But now after hearing this, yeah, so much more actually, you're, that's really smart and wise. Thanks for your courage, Isaac. Mm -hmm. Maybe we feel ashamed about the burdens we carry, like our addictions, the mistakes we've made, maybe our struggles in mental health, like depression and anxiety. But it seems to me like God uses these things to reveal himself to others. And by talking to other people about our burdens, they feel a lot lighter. I've struggled with anxiety and depression, and God has been doing a lot of work in me these several years. And I've realized that I can talk to some people in a way where they feel understood and connected, like we aren't alone. Not to say this to boast or anything. What I am saying is if you feel ashamed of the burdens that you carry, 
I want you to know that God is in your story and God has the transformative power to take your burdens and reveal his glory through them. And maybe your story will be a story that connects to others who are also struggling. You know, we don't have to tell everyone everything about ourselves and say everything, you know, proper time and place for those things. But I do think when we feel brave enough to open up about what's below the surface, we find that we are not alone and we find some healing in God's truth. Up next is Isaac. Six minutes in a day. That's what scientists are saying is enough to produce a key protein in the brain which is important for fighting uh, neurodegenerative disorders such as Alzheimer's, six minutes of high-intensity exercise is enough to produce a key protein in the brain, the one that's important for brain formation, function, and memory. The specialized protein is called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or BDNF. And if you feel like you're now kind of like zonked from hearing a bunch of science terms, it's good for your brain to get at least six minutes of high-intensity workout a day. That can mean uh, a quick jog, uh, riding a bike or doing things like that. But just for six minutes, I think I can squeeze that in. However, after six minutes of sweating, I don't know that anyone is going to want to be around me. So I probably need to do this one after the workday. So I'm going to try to do that today and invite you to join me for that. Six minutes of intense workouts. I feel like I can do that. Or they might be peeling me off the gym floor to be determined. I'd love to take you up on this challenge, Isaac. I am a true believer in exercise. I mean, God gave us these pretty weird and cool bodies, and I think moving them helps us in so many ways. The trick is finding the time. But six minutes doesn't sound so bad. Maybe we can make it work. Here's some more from Isaac. In 2014, Marie Kondo took the U.S. by storm with her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. She's the person who says, tidy house, tidy mind. But if you've fallen off of that method in the ensuing years, especially after COVID and work from home, that's okay. Because her latest and most personal book says that, you know what? At 38, she's found that keeping a minimalist home filled only with items that spark joy isn't really realistic when you have three kids. She says, until now, I was a professional tidier. So I did my best to keep my home tidy at all times. She says, I now realize what's important is enjoying time with my children at home. And I love that because this is someone who could have personally branded herself as someone who keeps a house tidy, even with three kiddos. But no, she was honest, vulnerable, and said, you know what? I am the tidy queen. And it's even hard for me to keep a clean house with three kids. So give yourself a little bit more grace because the tidy queen herself says it's hard. I really wanted to share this break from Isaac for a couple of reasons. One, to make myself feel better for having a somewhat messy and disorganized apartment. Phew. And second, and more importantly, because I've babysat and nannied a lot over the years. I love working with kids and families and being a support for moms. And something every single mom tells me is, sorry for the mess. I almost want to either laugh or give them a hug because it's okay. Kids make messes. You never have to apologize for that, in my opinion. So if you're a busy parent, I agree with Marie Kondo. Spending less time on making the house look perfect, only to be wrecked, and spending more time on playing with your kids and making messes together. And hopefully getting your kids to clean up the messes with you. Here's Anson and Kara from The Drive Home. 
Kara, I imagine you've probably heard the big news about tomorrow. Uh-huh. We've got winter weather in the forecast. It's coming. A winter storm warning has been issued that gets underway tomorrow at noon through Wednesday at 6 a.m. Yes. And we're looking at somewhere in the range of maybe four to six inches, which means, Kara, yeah. I have breaking news. Oh, Okay. Very important breaking news. Whoa. Here live from the KLRC studios. Yeah. Wow. I'm officially declaring that today yeah. is a bread and milk alert day. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Because it's the day before the winter storm, <laughs> which means, in my professional opinion, Kara, yeah. now yeah. is the time to panic. Oh, no. <laughs> Better get to the store quick. Bread and milk, bread and milk. Again, as someone from Minnesota, this will never cease to make me chuckle, but it's so real. I am now terrified when it snows because the roads get so bad. I was locked up in my house for like two days. It's ridiculous how scared I was. I cannot wait for spring. Here's some more from Anson and Kara. Back in middle school, I'm not sure there was anything that was more exciting to me than a good pizza party oh man <laughs> so true right yeah. like a reward for something that we did at school oh yeah or maybe something with youth group or over <laughs> yes. at a friend's house yes i was always down for a good pizza party uh-huh and i gotta say my middle school anson excitement came back out a little bit today yeah. when i was reading about an attempt at a world record for the largest pizza party ever recorded what and this took place over in tulsa no tulsa way. university took a shot at this <laughs> They had 3,357 people get together for a giant pizza party, over a thousand pizzas served. And here's the thing, Guinness World Records said that their rules for each participant to qualify for being a participant in the pizza party was that they had to eat two slices of pizza and drink a small bottle of water during a 15 minute time period. Oh wow, And I just wanna say, Kara, those are (laughs) amateur numbers. That's right. Amateur numbers. Middle school Anson could have done at least like eight pieces of pizza oh, yeah. and four bottles of Mountain Dew. Totally. Get on my level. <laughs> Why do kids get all the fun stuff? Life is too short. We adults need more pizza parties in our lives, I think. And exercise. And kindness. And movie nights with the family. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.